Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare. Here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor, Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And today we have our guest speaker, William Cole, who is the president at F1 IT. Thanks for joining us today, William. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? We're good. How have you been? Uh, Pretty good. Uh, Weather is getting a lot hotter over here. I started my day at 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm a little tired. It's a, it's a long day, but um, otherwise pretty good. Excited to meet with you guys. Well, we appreciate you joining our podcast today. It's always great to have an Uptime Health partner on the show and especially an IT expert so we can hear your perspective on how dental is protecting itself from cybersecurity or with cybersecurity, I should say. So I just, I want to kind of get right into it and, and have our listeners hear a rundown of the services that F1 IT provides and how you got your start in the dental industry. Sure. Um, well, F1 IT is a dental specialized IT company. Uh, we started off a little bit more on being reactive to things, um, you know, of course, something breaks and we fix it. But, uh, you know, very shortly into it, realized that that's not really a good way to look at things or to maintain things, right? We want to have a proactive approach to, you know, managing risk and, you know, making sure that we, hey, I didn't even realize this, but manage the uptime of the practice. <laughs> but, um Yeah, so, you know, through that, uh, we deployed a lot of uh, support and security services that uh, really just make sure that the practices stay on top of, uh, you know, what technology has to offer and uses it to uh, empower the practice for success and and growth. How'd you get into dental? Was it you just kind of happened to enter into the market? I'm just curious. Well, it's a a question that I get asked all the time, but yeah, we kind of stumbled upon it and uh, it was more of a personal story. Uh, You know, I was having my own treatment, uh, my own orthodontic treatment. And, uh, you know, sitting across from the orthodontist, you know, frustrated, banging the desk saying like, you don't happen to know anything about computers, do you? And at the time, you know, I was, you know, studying stuff. And it was, of course, a hobby. And I was able to get their Panorex, which is a very expensive piece of equipment in the office, uh, working for them, where uh, their IT company wasn't able to get that to work. So uh, it kind of just went on from there. It got a little more specialized in the uh, uh, practice management systems. And then through the last, wow, uh, 19 years now, um, this is this is where we are. We're uh, we're a dental specialized IT company. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's like it inspired you to to help everyone else in the market. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we recognized a, a need and there we were to fill it. Yeah, I love that. Well, so I don't know if you've heard the last couple of podcast episodes, um, but we spoke with some industry professionals about 
some technology advancements and compliance in the dental industry. And so when, when we knew you were going to be on the podcast, I had to hear with hashtag no filter, um, what do you think are going to be the top challenges the industry will face regarding new technology and how to stay protect, protected while continuing to grow with these advancements? Well, you know, technology in general is just growing and advancing at an exponential rate. It's not like anything stepwise, like, oh, we're getting 2% better this year and then next year another 2%. It's, uh, it's just something that's always changing and advancing. Uh, I can have a consultation with a dentist today and, you know, expressing all the, the gaps that they may have or technology that may be able to help. And two months later, I can have an entirely separate conversation that with new technology that's, you know, even further developed. Oh, wait, we found something even better. Um, so, I mean, the, the technology that's available is just continuously changing. Uh, we're getting into a, an increasingly digital world uh, where even your, you know, as a dentist, you're usually focused on, you know, providing care to your patients. But uh, now we have a lot of other things to juggle, like, uh, you know, digital presence, right? We want to make sure that when someone Googles dentist near me, there's a, there's a result with your name on it. Uh, and of course, you know, in terms of compliance, uh, especially throughout the pandemic, we've been, uh, you know, in a, a more, more remote work environment. And uh, there's been more of a focus on uh, how technology aids us in that and the, the security uh, that's involved. But um, I mean, that that's really just where we're headed. And uh, there's things to be excited about. And there's, you know, more things to think about security wise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's definitely exciting. And I love the point of typing in something and then you showing up because I talk marketing all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just so important. So, so important. So yeah, you're absolutely correct. Um, so like Uptime Health, we definitely know the struggle of marketing a product that isn't necessarily quote unquote sexy, right? Like no one wants to talk about equipment management or just like, eh, like what is that for? And I know sometimes like IT and cybersecurity may fall into that same category. So what do you guys do to really stand out, you know, make them know that the, you know, the value is in the product and that they need you really? Well, you're right. I, I guess, especially in terms of compliance, it is not sexy. Equipment management, not a sexy thing. Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but um, we know. You know, one... <laughs> we own it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, from a technology's perspective, we we do deal with some sexy things, right? Like the things that uh, you know give a practice some wow factor, but uh, you know, in terms of compliance, it is difficult to, you know, almost sell it, even though selling it is not really the right term because, you know, compliance, uh, you know, is not optional, right? And that's, that's one of the things that we struggle with, uh, you know, in a conversation with a client that, um, oh, it's, it's really difficult to, uh, you know, have different usernames for every user that's in the practice. Like, I just want to have the same password for everything or no password at all. Or, you know, like, oh, it's okay. Like, I just walked into another practice with uh, equipment, like digital imaging equipment that was first generation. I mean, like, 
had to have been from the 70s or something. But, you know, it's, um, it's usually a balance between having the conversation like, oh, where can we save you money uh, versus this is something operational, right? This is supposed to empower my practice and uh, long term, it'll, you know, it'll provide the practice with, you know, a better experience. Uh, so instead of a cost to be managed, it's really just something that empowers your practice. And, uh, you know, compliance is one of those things. Um, not only are you managing your own practice's risk, but you're, you know, uh, I expressing uh, how much you care about your patients by protecting their data, protecting their health, protecting like even your, your own reputa reputation in a sense. So, uh, you know, I, I know I kind of jumped around a little bit, but uh, you can you can sort of make compliance sexy when you when you talk about it like that. This is this is what you'll get. This is, uh, you know, th this is something to actually be excited about. Hey, you heard it here. Compliance is now sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of like, OK, the the whole password situation, because immediately my mind's like ding, 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 like passwords are always like a big problem but is there any other like common issue that you see whenever you go and evaluate a practice and you're like okay this is what you should have been doing like months ago are there anything is there anything like that like kind of sparks your your um, pitch uh, well uh not necessarily a pitch our our company drive is to provide value right and in doing that we always make and we set it out there like suggestions, right? We identify gaps in cybersecurity, in in process, in in operations, and we we you know put forth a plan to to close those gaps, eventually according to whatever the goals are of the practice and budget and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean you know passwords is a big thing. It's like wow <laughs> sometimes you're, you're surprised that uh oh yeah i'll just leave my terminal open facing the waiting room with all the patient's data on it and uh you know the, the key thing is that you know in compliance you need an audit trail so you know this was done by this person and you know if there was this event what was done to resolve it um i mean i i can kind of go over a list of things, but uh, dentistry in general, um, it's a little, it's a little difficult for especially smaller practices to grasp cybersecurity because, you know, again, it's, they just see it as a cost to be managed. Like, oh, why do I have to pay for this? Nothing's happened. It's been 10 years until of course it does happen. And then here we are with, you know, we have to make a, uh, kind of public display about it and you know pay these you know substantial fees and and whatnot but um yeah i, I mean it's it's really just a long list especially with access in particular uh you know the practice management uh everybody's got to have a user uh every computer has to have a user when you walk away there should be a, you know a, a lock time um it's, it's there's really just a lot and i'd probably take two hours on this podcast if i were to list them all 
Yeah, it's definitely that that proactive reactive approach. Like it's it's definitely um, trying to find a, a happy medium, right, to get people yeah. to realize the importance of your product. So yeah, the the people who really grasp it, uh, I'm telling you, do really well within their practice. Uh, like, hey, I realize that this thing is essential. It's not optional. And hey, I already see the benefits of it. And they're more hardcore about it than we are at that point. <laughs> like, oh, uh, we had to offboard an employee, you know get rid of this access and, you know, whatnot. But, um, you know, when, when the benefits are realized, it's, it's easy to, to continue forward. I'm curious, do you have like a, almost like a horror story or something that is like one of those really good stories about any, any, it's not, it's just maybe even something that happened to someone else, you know, it doesn't even have to be like a client kind of thing, but I'm just curious. It's like, juicy i want to i want to hear like what happened tell us all uh, <laughs> yeah. i'll uh we'll try not to be too specific but there are plenty of horror stories i mean you know especially in regards to backups right backups are i want to say the biggest thing to keep an eye on and we always consider backups in terms of uh, business continuity and disaster recovery right we want to know that in the events of well anything, uh, our business can continue. Uh, in the event of a disaster, for example, we want to know that if there was a fire or a ransomware event that um, our data is secure. Um, so yeah, I used to say like, oh, just in case this and that. Uh, but yeah, we've seen fires. Uh, fire took out the entire practice. Uh, it started with like little dust on on the HVAC system lit on fire the whole place went down uh, you know with with it set up properly um, we were able to get that same dentist operational we we're hosting their server uh, in our office and they were up and running in two hours uh, e even that is you know <laughs> it was an event you know we had to clean up there was a fire but uh, their practice essentially was safe because all the data was still there. Um, another horror story is almost the opposite, right? The, uh, you know, the no preparation, the, uh, the, the cost to be managed, right? Uh, we always expressed to this, uh, this one previous customer and then now current customer that uh, you need somebody to count on, right? You need to be supported and secure, most especially, again, your backups. Uh, so, you know, oh, it's been, you know, 10 years and nothing's happened. We get a call that, oh, no, my uh, my system has ransomware. Everything's encrypted. They want all this Bitcoin. And, you know, of course, it's like $40,000 of Bitcoin. And, like, you know, it, was, it just got real out of hand real quick. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we haven't been servicing your, your practice. Uh, who's Who has been? And where are your backups? Let's Let's start there. Uh, and they were like, oh, you know, we didn't have anybody. There was, there was nobody managing the backups. And man, what a nightmare that was. It, it's, first of all, we did resolve the issue. It was a nightmare, uh, at least a month-long process. And keep in mind, this is a month with no data, no practice data, no appointments. I've, they have no idea who's coming in, no digital records, no anything. Uh, we got in touch with a lot of, uh, you know, 
mainstream do-gooders in the technology world like uh cisco they they you know they sometimes release some uh, decryption keys and you know, there's companies that do exactly this recover uh, your data from ransomware but let me tell you it is not cheap and you know for those maybe years that you're not covered if you were to just maintain and be proactive the entire time I'm, I'm telling you just without being too specific this this costs maybe a hundred times more wow. uh, just in in recovery and it's again without being too specific there are horror stories like oh, like you yeah. won't believe I mean, just that alone I'm like I, I would could not imagine being a business owner having that happen to me um, and, and it could have been a simple solution of just having a company like you guys covering them you know so but you know I, I love to hear those horror stories because for me that's motivation that's like these are the facts this happens even though it doesn't seem like it's going to happen to you it can happen tomorrow unfortunately so I think it's important to hear. <laughs> it, it, it is. And it, it happens more than you would think. Right. Well, it was really great to have you on today, William. We, we know how important it is for any <laughs> business to make sure that their data is protected, but especially in healthcare, um, dealing with patient information. So uh, we appreciate your insight and education on this subject. And if our listeners would like to learn more about F1IT, make sure you visit F1ITINC.com and subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us. Thanks, William. Thank you. Compliance is sexy. Just believe it. <laughs> That's the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs>